Hey everybody, just a couple of programming notes real quick before you get started with the podcast. There may be some technical issues with the podcast. I'm not 100% sure, but if there is any moments of silence, just make sure that you um, fast forward through the podcast. And if uh, for whatever reason it didn't take, I'll do something, but I don't know what yet. So, But doing this on my phone today and... Uh, it's been a crazy day already. So just some programming notes for you. Enjoy the show. We can all help prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides a 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones and best practices for professionals. Please, if you feel like you are going to hurt yourself or are feeling suicidal, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, that is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. 273-8255. Please, for the sake of yourself and for your loved ones, please choose life. Hey everyone, this is Chef D with the Life with a Mic podcast. The Life with a Mic podcast is a podcast for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This podcast is not for children. Thank you. It may not be my best life now, but it's still my life. This is Chef D, and this is my Life with a Mic. Use the right two lanes hey to turn everybody. right onto West W.T. Harris Sorry Boulevard. Sorry for the background there. I am traveling. Hope I find everybody well. Welcome to the Life with a Mike podcast. In a quarter mile, turn left onto the I-85 South ramp to uh, Charlotte. Yeah, it's about to get noisier. Welcome to the Life with a Mike podcast. I'm your host, Chef D. This is my Life with a Mike. I am currently en route to a job fair. Um. Some of you know or remember that my contract did end where I was um, working in insurance and uh, am a, I am a licensed insurance agent uh, for what it's worth. Um, so I'm headed to a, I don't even know what this is really, it's just a, something I saw online that thought would be Turn left helpful. onto the I-85 South ramp. I am looking at some options. Um, the The problem with having borderline personality disorder is that it just wreaks havoc on relationships and on jobs. Those are two of the biggest things that um, it doesn't like. So that explains a lot. But anyway, so um, I wanted to... Um, much more briefly than I have 
uh, been. I wanted to explain where I've been so far in the past four years and kind of try to wrap this last 10 years thing up a little bit. So uh, after I wrote that scathing <laughs> essay, um, I um, was cut off from some people. Other people were just like, yeah, whatever, you know. Um, the response was actually a lot less than what I thought. I did lose some friends. In a quarter mile, merge onto um, I-85 South. Some friends didn't even notice, to be honest. It was kind of weird, and then they're like, wait, what? You're what? You know, like later on when I would talk to them, and, and you know, very out about it now. Uh, I don't flaunt it, but I, uh, I will talk about it, you know, and uh, so... I continue to put the window up here real quick. Uh, I will. I continue to um, be an Episcopalian. Um, I was actually confirmed as an Episcopalian on Palm Sunday in 2016, which was a really um, cool, memorable moment for me uh, because in the Episcopal Church, I think it may depend upon the church and the diocese, but. Uh, some dioceses they only have the rector I'm sorry the bishop come by every two years and in the Episcopal Church only the bishop can confirm you it's not like the Catholic Church or other churches where um, you could be
officially He's interviewed more than 70 suspects. What in the world? Each Hang on. Every one of their leads allegedly this is ridiculous. Probably got to Based on this. the number of vital organs that were hit during the attack. I was listening to Somebody a true crime podcast and all of a sudden it just decided to crank Others back up on me. It was Lionel Hang Williams on. who had committed a What in the world? This is ridiculous. Welcome to my chaotic life today. What in the world? It's almost unlistenable. Sorry. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So um, so I lived there for a while. And then uh, he actually got engaged or has been engaged and was getting married So and decided to move to Raleigh. So he was going to sell his house. And so he needed me to go. And I was kind of stuck in a situation where... I didn't have a lot of place to go, and so in half a mile, use the right two I lanes to take up, exit 38 for US 21 South toward Columbia. Sorry, so but I so I ended up staying with some friends for a while, and um, I guess at some point I I don't know, but I, I some things went bad again, and nothing. Use the right um, two lanes to take exit 38, then keep left at the fork. Nothing extremely like bad, but I you know I'm. I'm not going to go into all the details here because I'm kind of catching you up. It's been kind of a blur. It was actually when I was there that I got diagnosed with borderline personality disorder because my friend actually thought that I fit the criteria. And so... Um, Keep left at the fork. I have actually not had that confirmed with an actual doctor but with a nurse practitioner, but I still think I fit all the criteria, uh, and I think she believes it. And it's either that or... Uh, like something like bipolar two, possibly. But anyway, so keep right at the fork. Goodness gracious! Trying to drive in uptown Charlotte while doing a podcast probably wasn't the greatest idea. But um, anyway, so um, I guess for whatever reason, my time there um, drew to an end. And in two miles, really take the exit toward I-277 South, North Carolina 16 South. At that time, did not have any place to go. And so for a very brief time, and this is a really sad thing to me, but for a very brief time, I was homeless. I actually slept in my car for about a week uh, until a very kind person um, recommended by my doctor decided to, he actually ran a home in Shelby, North Carolina, which is a, I was in Kings Mountain area at the time, which is between Gastonia and Shelby, uh, opened up his home, not his home, he had several homes. It was a home for people that were struggling to find places to live. And like I said, Charlotte just has very little affordable housing. So, um, but I was living there. Then I got a, then I got a job. Uh, that paid decent, uh, a lot more than I was making that at that point. So um, that was really great. And I ended up finally moving out of that place into a place in North Charlotte, um, renting the, what I do is I rent the top part of a house from someone, which is great because my rent is all inclusive. Um, I have a great location. In half a mile, still, take the exit toward I-277 South, North Carolina, 16 South. Yada, yada, yada. It's still high, but it's not, um, with it being all-inclusive, it really, it helps. So, um, so I pay, I do pretty well with that, and I, and I really enjoy living there. 
uh, and take the exit toward I-277 South, then keep left at the fork to continue on exit 11A. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, um, keep left at the fork to continue on exit 11A. Probably in April, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember, of last year, I think it was April, and I met Chef C in June, and so I had been there only a couple of months when I met her. By the way, having your own place and having a job <laughs> makes dating a lot easier, but um, I really felt with Chef C that I had a kindred spirit, um, so I've, you know, had some relationship issues, which is typical, again, of, of, of what happens for people like me and so and I don't blame all my relationship issues on my illness it just it is what it is you know uh, so I've struggled I in a quarter mile take exit 3A toward Brevard Street Davidson Street I think one of the bigger things too that happened with that is I um totally lost my train of thought because I'm trying to drive. Take exit 3A, then merge onto East 11th Street. Do all Street. this at the same time, so I'm, I, I'm sorry already in advance this, if this thing is rambling, but um, I, I don't blame all my issues on my BPD, and I think, um, oh, what I was going to tell you, I stayed at my church for about as long as I could. But finally, I reached a point where it, it was just too long of a drive. So I have been attending St. Peter's Episcopal in Uptown, which is an awesome historical church. Uh, and I've really enjoyed it. And I'll be very honest, my church attendance lately hasn't been very good because I've got some other stuff going on and um, just a lot of social stuff that's happening. Uh, and it tends to happen on Saturday nights, and it's not always easy for me to get up in the morning. Continue uh, on, on East Sunday 11th Street so. for half a mile. But at any rate, so, um, dude, I drove in Detroit. You can't do that to me. Anyway, I'm switching to Detroit mode a little bit here. But, um, so, I, I think the biggest question or thing to look at in this situation is what have I learned in the last 10 years? You know, um, that's the biggest thing. And so it isn't a, um, how do I say it? it it's not. In it's, 1000 it's not feet, a, turn I left have, onto East 10th Street. It's not a I have arrived situation and my life is so much better than your life or somebody else's life or anything like that. What For me, it's, it's I've learned that it really is a journey. And I'm a very different person than I was 10 turn years ago. Turn left onto East 10th Street. Um. I think if people knew me now, um, they would see a person that has a lot more patience than I used to. Um, I, I would hope that I'm a kinder person. In 800 person feet, turn left on the Seagull Avenue. Um, and just because I, I believe in treating people with respect as much as I can. I'm not saying that there, I don't have my Take moments. Take the next left onto Seagull Avenue. God knows I have my moments. I mean, I've had to just flat out 
cuss somebody out before, and even recently, to get something done. In 1,000 feet, turn right onto Ott Street. The, the, squeak, the, squeaky, the squeaky wheel gets the grease kind of thing, but at the same time, that's not the preferred way to do things. I'm, I'm trying to be kind to people because I do sincerely believe that part of my faith is... is Turn that right onto Ott Street. I love God with all my heart, soul, and strength, and I love my neighbor as myself. And I don't think those are different things. I think that I love God by loving mile, my neighbor. Turn left. I love my, na- my neighbor by loving God. Those are like intertwined for me. So when, when that is the way that it is, I don't tend to... Um, this is a very weird place I'm going to. But when those things are that way, I, I don't tend to... Um, is that Catawba Brewing? Ooh, I can't work next to a place that's next to a brewery. Take the next left, <laughs> then your destination will be on the right. Um, okay, I know where I'm at now because this place used to be... Oh, what is this? Is this where I need to your be? Your destination is on the right. I don't even know. Fuck me, I don't know. Um, I do know that there's no parking spaces here. So I am going to have to back up. Yeah, I'm not sure what the hell's going on here. Um, so let me back up. Boy, this is a horrible parking place, too. Or parking lot. So what I'm trying to say is I've had my issues. I, I don't look at somebody else's life, and I don't... You know, and I, and I don't compare it like that way. I, I just don't do that. Um, I I try not to blame everything on my BPD, although I will admit sometimes it's easy to do that. Um, but that's really not what I do. So, all right, there is an overflow parking lot here. So this is where we're going. Um, it's just, um, I don't know how to say it. Like, I wish things were different, but at the same time, I cherish, I cherish my history. I I don't think that I would be where I'm at today unless I had been through what I've been through. Um, I really hate that sometimes experience is the only way to learn something, but I value the fact that I've been through something and then I've done it completely the wrong way, like marriage, like relationships, and I've done it completely the wrong way. And now I look at I'll give you a wonderful example when I was my first and my second marriages it was always about like the woman submitting to me I always tried to play that role and I was I was and am a control freak and I don't always come it doesn't always present itself that way but I am 
So it's like you're going to do things my way or you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be in a relationship with me. And that was so fucked up. Like, it just wasn't right. Um, not only that I, I... I just interpreted some things really, really badly. And... Um, I don't know. And so now I look at... I much more look at, like, my relationship with Chef C. I look at it like... It's, it's not 50-50. It's definitely 100-100. But I value what she tells me. Um, when it comes to doing things on the, you know, sharing time together, um, we listen to each other. It's much more, it's like, I understand that I have to bring something to the table. You know, I understand that, um, (laughs) if I mistreat her, uh, we're not going to be in a relationship very long because she's not going to put up with that shit. And I don't blame her at all for put, not putting up with that shit. So, um, you know, there's consequences. And I I think before in some of my relationships, this is kind of weird, but when you're in a marriage, sometimes there aren't consequences. I mean, at least not short-term. Long-term, there definitely are. But, like, short-term, like, if, if you mistreat someone, there's not always that immediate, like, oh, I'm just walking away, you know, because you're married, you know. It takes a lot to walk away from that. Uh, But when you're just in a relationship like Chef C and I are, I know that if I mistreat her, she's not going to put up with that shit. She's out of here. She made that clear very quickly. And so I'm very careful about how I speak to her, how I treat her. Um, We have had fights, and a lot of those fights have mostly been because of my stupidity because of me not understanding about how much she actually cares about me. So, um, so I've learned a lot in the last few years, especially I would say the last 10 years I've learned a lot. Um, I've learned a lot in particularly the last, um, you know, the last four or five have been real interesting cause I've, I haven't been real stable, but really in the last six months I've learned a lot too, being in a relationship um, again, has helped me learn some things and relearn some things. So, um, I guess that's the best way to say that. But, um, anyway, so it's been kind of an emotional couple weeks for me. Um, friend suicide, um, everything with work and, um, I don't know. It's just all kind of come to a point for me. It's been kind of a tough couple of weeks. So, um, you know, I, I'm definitely taking the time that I need now to um, take care of myself. And, um, and I'm enjoying that for a moment. So, um, kind of nurturing my own soul for a little while. So that's, that's important. So, I didn't want this podcast to be this long. I didn't think it would be, but here we are again. Um, See what happens when you've got more time on your hands than you know what to do with. But anyway, I'm going to let y'all go because i got to get in here and pitch myself and make myself look good. So I hope y'all have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. 
Um, and we will see you next time on the flip side. Sorry this was so wacky and out of weird. I don't know. But <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Love, peace, and a pot of neck bones. We out. We not out. We back. Now I have to tell y'all something really funny real quick. So you you heard all the crap that I had to go through to get to this thing. So I walk in and I I can't find where I'm supposed to go in. Everything is locked. So I I look back on the actual advertisement for the job fair and it says it's there's an entrance on the right side. So I go to the right side, the entrance is locked, there's a keypad. It's insane. So there's a little one of those uh, square barcodes, I don't know what you call them, but so I, I scanned it, it took me to their website. I called them and they said, uh, yeah, we'll be right out. So so then I walk no one shows up to that entrance. Though that's the entrance they tell me to go to, which automatically is, is red flags are flying everywhere. So I go around to the front entrance, and there's somebody sitting there. And, and as I'm walking up, she greets me, and she says, Hey, um, I said, I'm, I'm looking for this company. And she said, Yeah, they're right in here. Let me follow, follow me. So we walk in. And it's one of these... Um, I, the only thing I can think of is sort of like a WeWork situation that I've heard of where it's a very open workspace. People are, multiple companies share this workspace. It's called the Hub. So they take us to this, take me to this really small room and there's a couple people standing there. It's kind of weirdly intimidating. And I said, this is Pursuit Search Group. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay. So I shake hands. They said, hey, we're going to have you fill some paperwork out. So I look down on the paperwork and it says, you have to have flexible scheduling, which it said nothing about that in um, in the, the ad. So, uh, and it said you have to have flexible scheduling between, have to be uh, available between the hours of like 9am and 9pm Monday through Friday. And you have to work an occasional Saturday. Um, which that wasn't a problem, but the flex scheduling was because it just doesn't work well for me. I, I'm, I work well with consistency. So some things I've learned in life. So I, I stand up and I said, um, it says here that you know, you need flex scheduling, that's not going to work for me, so, and they're like, oh, well, do you know what flex scheduling is, and I'm like, yeah, it says it right there on the paper, like, what a stupid question, I, I <laughs> so the guy looked at me like I was crazy, and I just looked at him, I said, look, if it's, if it's, this is the schedule, this isn't going to work for me, so I might as well not continue, but thank you for your time, and I just walked out, and I could feel, like, two sets of eyes, this man and this woman, just staring at me as I walked, probably in disbelief, but it's like, I know what's going to work for me and I know what's not, and that's not going to work for me. So, but anyway, I had to sneak in before I published this episode just to let you guys know what was going on. Um, it was just so fucking hilarious. I was just like, okay, well, uh, you know, that's so all that time to get here, and now it's noon and I feel like I haven't accomplished shit today. So, anyway, um, I guess I'm going to get some food. So, uh, maybe I'm a little hungry. Uh, maybe I'm a little hangry. So, Really this time, love, peace, and a pot of neck bones. We out. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Life with a Mic podcast. You can always email me at lifewithamike at gmail.com, and I will be sure to try and answer your email either on the podcast or uh, email you back. So once again, thank you for joining us for the Life with a Mike podcast. We'll see you next time. Love, peace, and a pot of neck bones. We out.
Thank you.